Welcome, everyone, to our fourth episode of Real as Fuck. I am Jimena. And I'm Kara. And today is story time. Yay! (laughs) Oh my god. What a week. What two weeks. Two crazy weeks. Yeah. I have to say, if none of you are feeling the energy of the swords, mm-hmm. let me tell you, I'm feeling it. Mm-hmm. I have to say, the past two weeks, I literally keep waking up at 4 a.m. in the morning, 3 a.m. in the morning, jump out of bed thinking that I'd like miss a deadline, mm-hmm. completely stressed out and anxious about absolutely everything that is happening in my life and is intense what about you Karen oh my gosh (laughs) so intense so many like so much energy and I was very much in my head for like two weeks and I just put together I forgot that it was the swords and I forgot the swords are all about being in the mind and I definitely had um I had a shift for myself when I decided to let it out and not just be like in my head and instead like talk to people about it and actually like let all the energy that I was feeling out of my mouth. <laughs> how, how did you let it out? I, I mean, I kind of like, I decided to stop thinking, like I was tired of thinking about it so much. And I was like, I made a decision and I did some things that made me really happy. Like I turned on some like really happy music mm-hmm. and I like opened up the windows and I like looked at the sunshine and then I did a little dance party. People at work would come up to me and they'd be like, how are you doing? And I'd be like, you know what? I'm like really happy to be here, but I've had like a really intense week. And these are some things that are on my mind that I'm dealing with in a very like positive way or more of like just like a matter of fact, hey, you're asking me how I am. This is what's on my mind. Everybody really showed up like everyone was like whoa I felt that too and I totally see you and like that sounds like a really hard thing and I felt very like it was healing it was like the process of healing things when the entire week I was just in my head about these things trying to like find the answer myself when really it was like asking for help and letting people once again like see me in my humanness you know vulnerability and rawness <laughs> that is amazing is is, is i love that you say that because today i was talking to one of my dear friends and sister and i was telling her about authenticity mm. right and being authentic and i was telling her that how do i show up to the people around me when i'm feeling this way mm-hmm. and when and when i mean this way is when i feel sad when i feel mm. pain when i feel sorrow and is how do I show up with people like that if all they want to see is happy Jimena? And then she said, well, Jimena, that's not being authentic. Mm-hmm. Being authentic is honoring your feelings and allowing people see the side of you. Allow people see your tears mm-hmm. and explain to them where are these tears coming from so they can see you in this authentic you Mm -hmm. being happy you is an amazing part of who you are and being sad you is also an amazing part of who you are because Mm -hmm. it's part of you so it's exactly what you're saying is allowing people to see that in you for them to be able to hold a space for you Mm -hmm. is 
it makes the world's difference. Yeah. And I think also in that vulnerability, like when I was just telling people what was really going on with me, it created so much connection to mm. where I was so afraid, like I was keeping everything in my head because I was so afraid that if I spoke the feeling that I was having the, the troubles of the week, that it would create distance from people, right? Like people would be like, I don't, I don't want to be around anything that isn't just happy Kara. But instead it was totally creating connection because mm-hmm. people were like, I know what you're feeling. Like I, I see myself in you and it, I, it was just like blowing my mind. I was like, why did I wait like all week? <laughs> why did I wait all week? You know, to not just speak my truth. Yeah. So with that being said, I have a story to tell you all. Last week was a hard week for me. However, this week it was low, 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 low. And it was really low because on Monday was my dad's birthday. He passed away two years ago. I miss him every single day of my life. And on Monday, I woke up and my body literally wanted to go to sleep. This week, I learned that when my body tells me sleepy time at that level that happened this week is because there is a deep, deep, deep sadness happening within me. And the whole week, I did not honor the sadness. I did not honor the grief and the pain that came with experiencing my dad's birthday without really having his physical body. Even though I know that spiritually speaking or energetically speaking, his presence is always with me, my ego needed more than that and that was causing a lot of grief and a lot of pain in me and I was totally in my head about it in terms that in my head I kept saying to myself oh I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine and then on uh, Wednesday and Thursday I took the route of anger resentment rage And I was literally just, everything made me angry. Everything bothered me. Everything was disgusted to me. I was just so annoyed by everything. And I was blaming absolutely everything in my life from um, the vision that I'm working towards to the work that I'm doing to being in my house. Like nothing fit me. Everything was too big for me. And today, uh, well, before today, yesterday, something amazing happened. An angel was sent to my home to hold a space for me. This beautiful woman literally came out of nowhere. She's from Dallas and she's a friend of mine and she knows how to hold a space. She literally reached out to me yesterday and said, Jimena, I'm in San Francisco. I need a place to crash. Can I come over your place? And I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> no, I don't want you in my house. <laughs> I want to be alone. I want to be in my shed by myself. I don't want anyone to see me in like this ugly side of me. Because I have so much rage. Right? And when I get this much rage, I unconsciously tend to hurt the people around me because what I do is I push them away because I don't want them to see me in this like you know this space of like shit 
But at the same time, it's like this friend of mine, this this woman that I've been growing from the past month and a half, seeking for my support and my help for having a place to sleep. So at that moment, I had to make a choice of either allowing my ego to just be a selfish like bitch <laughs> or pardon my French open my doors to this amazing person that I literally was asking for to come into my home and just give me the company that I needed and I end up saying yes and she came over and it was the best thing that happened because today I learned that what I needed this week was not to be alone, but to be held. I learned this week that in my moments of like, Ugh! and like devastation and the moments that really make me go like, have really big sights are the moments that I need to be held the most. That's what really fills me up and helps me shift out of those moments. After that, today, I woke up, did my morning routine that I did, and as I'm listening to reggaeton and I'm getting ready, I got really melancholic. <laughs> that was so funny, <laughs> right? Who gets sad to reggaeton? Jimenez. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> And I'm listening to this music and I'm there and I'm really feeling in my heart like the turmoil of my sorrow and my pain and my grief. Then I go into my meditation and I sit down as I meditate. I decided to talk to my dad and I start talking to my dad and I start telling my dad like, daddy, like, I miss you. I miss you so much. And I really wish you were here. And I miss hearing your voice. And I miss um, like your touch and your hugs and your love. And as I'm telling him all these things, tears start coming down my eyes and my heart start literally opening up. And then I've heard all this rage, all this anger, all of these things that you're feeling are a cover-up, are a mask of your sadness and your grief. It's like, baby, you're just really sad. You're not angry. You're just sad. And as soon as I face with that reality and I acknowledge, I have the courage mm -hmm. to acknowledge that what I was truly feeling was sadness, then my heart opened up, like wide opened. And then I chose to reach out to my loved ones. As I made that choice, I sent a voice, mess, a voice message to this group of people that I love so dearly. And they know so much how to hold a space for me in this way. And I sent him a voice message, like literally tearing up. I was like, oh God. <laughs> and after I sent that voice message, they all came back and they replied back and they came to me and hold me and wanted to talk to me and gave me words of love. And 
literally just start holding a space for me, showing up for me on those moments of pain and sorrow. One of my friends, Maggie, she called me and I talked to her for like 45 minutes. And it was one of those things that like he watched me cry and she just like, she listened to me. It was so amazing. And then after that, I talked to her. Then my, my lovely, amazing, wonderful, divine friend, Christopher, also like called me and it was like, how can I hold you? How can I hold space for you? And I felt so much love. Like I, like, I felt how my cup started getting filled up, filled up, filled up with love and attention. And then the day just literally just went on with surprises where, like, I set an intention to sell my iWatch on Monday. And then today of all days, I end up selling it for $200. Like, the universe gave me that. It's like, you open yourself up to be seen here two hundred dollars for you (laughs) what (laughs) i end up meeting a friend that i haven't seen since november and we had this amazing lunch and we talk and he listened and we communicate and we had like a great time and then i ran out would run into like friends from like my practice of pole dancing and they were like just love coming every single way throwing on my lap and this is what it takes for you to be loved Mm -hmm. is to put out into the world your true feelings Mm -hmm. and then the world will give you back what you deserve Mm -hmm. for being honest with yourself so for me it was one of those things that in these two weeks what I learned and it's a learning that I continue to learn because it's so freaking damn hard is to continue letting myself be seen in my darkest hours. Mm-hmm. That is so hard, Cara. Mm-hmm. So hard. So hard. <sighs> yeah. It's so hard. Yeah. And I think a huge learning for me was realizing that I thought it would create distance letting people see me struggling, like letting people see me when I'm like feeling really down. Like I thought I would be rejected from it, but Mm -hmm. instead, or because of it, but instead it was connection. It was love. It was, I see you and I see me in you Mm. and I can relate. It was being authentic even with, you know, with unhappy feelings that created connection yeah and that's so something that we I was never taught I was taught the opposite of that (laughs) oh a hundred percent I mean I have to say and the first sign of that was was on Wednesday when we talk on the phone like Mm -hmm. I called you and I remember that I called you and the first thing that I did was cry I was Mm -hmm. just like oh my god and I started crying and it was the first sign of release mm-hmm. when I had the time to talk to you mm-hmm. and tell you from a place of honesty and true, like, this is what I'm feeling and this is what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. That at the moment, I was not aware of, like, the deepest aspect of my pain, mm-hmm. right? Because I was, it was very at the surface. It was just like, I thought that the reason why I felt pain was because of these external external factors in my mm-hmm. life. And it was more so of the 
child in me mm-hmm. missing her daddy mm-hmm. and missing his presence. Mm-hmm. And that is, that is really deep, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, I, what I will have to say to our listeners today is if during this month you find yourself in a place where you need to be held, where you need to be loved, where you need to be heard, reach out. Mm-hmm. Reach out to that person or to those people that will hold a space for you. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a person that you know in your heart that it will hold a space for you, then reach out to that person that you love the most and tell them mm-hmm. and ask them, I feel raw, I'm in pain. Can you just please listen to me? Mm-hmm. Don't say anything. Don't give me an advice. Don't try to fix me. Just listen to me and hold me because this is what I need. Mm-hmm. And I promise you that the results that you will get after doing that are amazing. Mm-hmm. The payback out of that is you will feel empowered. You will feel love, you will feel held, you will feel connection, Mm -hmm. you will feel intimacy in a place and in a way that is pure. It's not corrupted, Mm -hmm. it's not evil, it's not like they want something from you, it's just pure, pure unconditional love. Mm -hmm. And that is something that we don't get to experience at all, like a lot. Mm basically so that will be my message to all of you for this month is as we continue going through this turmoil of a month as the death card comes into action pretty soon and we're going to start shedding and dying Mm -hmm. to tap into rebirth when we are dying grief Mm -hmm. is something that there is a lot of tears and sadness that comes involved with that death is not something that is pretty it's something that brings us close to our dark hour and that's where we need the people that we trust and we love the most to hold a space for us there was one more thing that i wanted to say before closing the chapter and i was telling this to kara today yeah And it was around the negative connotation that I have around sadness, Mm. grief, and sorrow. There is a lot of negative connotation around that. And as I was telling her about this, I realized that the reason why I have a negative connotation to it and my negative connotation to it is weakness, Mm. right? Like when I'm sad, when I'm hurt when um grieving i tend to relate that with being weak mm-hmm. and that's why anger comes on top because mm-hmm. anger makes me feel powerful mm-hmm. right i'm angry yeah. so i'm like uh-huh. so that makes me feel powerful and it's because when i'm and when i'm in that place i feel disempowered 
right? I feel weak because I'm so vulnerable, right? I'm so raw. I can't think straight. Mm -hmm. My mind is not really taking any part of the whole equation yeah. and it's all emotions, mm -hmm. right? And it's one of those things that the only way I, or not the only way, but the, the, the best way for me to bring back power into the equation mm -hmm. is by having the people that I love filling me in with love mm -hmm. and remind me your love, mm -hmm. you're needed, you're wanted, you're heard, you're held, mm -hmm. you're seen, you're not alone. We're here for you. As soon as you get your squat, mm -hmm coming over and lifting you up from the grave, then literally is like you're being reborn. Mm. And you are being lift up by these people and you're just like, oh, wait, right, I am powerful. Oh, I am seen. I am love. I have people that actually care about me. Yeah, let's keep doing this. Like, mm -hmm. like that's... Like, that's what I learned this week is pulling myself away from mm -hmm. people when I'm feeling that way not only buries me even deeper, but it makes me feel worse because my mind starts literally going into like a wheel of judgment, guilt, fear, and why are people not talking to me? And why am I feeling so alone? Why is no one here with me? And it's like, uh, because you are literally putting yourself in that place by not letting other people see you in that place. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes a never-ending story mm -hmm. of guilt and shame as you are in the deep end. Yeah. That's so powerful. Yeah. So what I will say to all of you is think about that. Mm -hmm. I will say this. It's very challenging for you to pull yourself out of those places. It's hard for me to coach myself, teach myself. It requires a lot of discipline, a lot of emotional intelligence, and a lot of commitment to yourself. So... With that being said, be open to go to that place, feel that way, forgiving yourself for it, mm -hmm. and then shifting out of it. It took me a week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it took me a week. It took me, it took me five days to shift out of that space because I was so blinded by all the masks that I put on top of my sadness, that I couldn't see the reason why I was so disconnected from everyone until I was able to tap into my sadness. And once I was able to tap into my sadness and bring it forward for other people to see, then that's when love, connection, giving, gratitude, and gifts came forward to me and it was like I see you and right now this is what you need believe me when I tell you 
if you let the universe know I'm broken and I need to be held, the universe will give you that. But if you keep resisting that, the universe is not going to give you what you need because you're not asking for my place of love. You're asking for my place of rage. Mm-hmm. And rage just brings more rage. It's so beautiful. I really appreciate you sharing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and on that note, we have two more weeks mm-hmm. until the end of the month. So I want to believe that the worst is over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now it's all about embracing these learnings and using them, utilizing them in a way that will serve you throughout your life. And if that's, if that's not the case, then you can always listen to this episode all over again. <laughs> and then it will remind you, just so you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I've been listening to the previous episode a lot this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's been a good reminder of what has happened and the things that I've been expecting. So, mm-hmm. So that's all I have for you today. Yeah. Keep going. (laughs) We're going to make it. (laughs) Yeah. With that being said, thank you so much for listening. We love you all for hearing our voices and our stories and holding each other accountable for the things that we put out there for all of you. Uh, Please follow us if you want to continue to listen to us. Uh, So you get notifications of what's going on, any feedback that you guys have in terms of the content or anything at all, let us know. We want to hear from you so badly. Mm -hmm. And if you have anything that you want us to talk about, any topic at all, controversial and non-controversial, bring it on. Yeah. I love talking about uncomfortable shit. Right? Me too. (laughs) So if you have any uncomfortable conversations that you want to talk about, let me know. Let us Mm -hmm. know. Let Kara know. Let me know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, We will bring it into a podcast and we'll talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that idea. Do you have anything for our listeners? Oh, so grateful for everybody. Yeah. And... Just knowing that you're not alone. Like, we're all going through this together. And it's a crazy thing called life. And, uh, yeah, don't try to do it all on your own. Because you can't. And although it might be hard to let people see you in what you're authentically going through or feeling, you know, we know from experience that it just creates deeper connection and healing so much healing yeah so it's worth it a hundred percent yeah have a wonderful day all of you and we'll see you in two weeks yeah bye bye bye